What is up, friends? I took a little time, and Amy Shears took a little time to speak with your old pal, Eric Zane. Amy from the Kent County Health Department. Okay, we talked about a lot of things in our, uh, in our chat, but focused primarily on immunizations for you and your family. This is great information here. I want you to pay attention as I chatted it up with Amy Shears from the Kent County Health Department. Amy Shears, Kent County Health Department, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Eric? Never better. We, uh, right. you, you listened way back in the day, didn't you? <laughs> I have listened for many years. <laughs> yes, it's kind of funny. Everyone's like, oh, what are you going to say to Eric Zane? I'm like, I'm not saying anything. I'm rolling good. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you and the folks at the Kent County Health Department, um, I mean, it uh, goes without saying you do an amazing job, and it's kind of thankless. So I wanted to take time to say how much I appreciate uh, health workers for various counties, wherever they may be, because, All over. Yep. you know, by God, um, a lot of times you got, you're getting pulled in 10 different directions and you're doing the work of, of 10 people and you don't always get thanked for it. So there you go. We appreciate it a ton. Everybody has been grateful during this pandemic and, you know, as things kind of simmer down a little bit, you know, for all the work that's been done, you know, through all the systems and the health department, everything. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. So the health department, um, I remember when be, before uh, COVID was the thing that we even talked about, our big worry was measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, uh, cervical cancer vaccines and things like that. And then it seems to me almost like that all kind of got pushed off to the side, but we're trying to reinvigorate that to point out the importance of this uh, for public health. We are, we are, you're right. That used to be the, you know, the, the vaccines and the diseases we used to think about most. And then this pandemic started and we all know what happened with COVID-19. So yeah, since March of 2020, our immunization rates for um, children and adolescents have really just unfortunately plummeted, um, which leaves us a little nervous for some of those disease, you know, that you just mentioned to rear their ugly heads again. Um, so that's why we're really trying to encourage, you know, families get back into to their positions and such to get vaccinated. Uh, I have a question about that, but I, while you're saying that it's um, not everybody has access to vaccine. Well, I mean, people have access to vaccines because of you guys, but not everybody knows that. And if they qualify, they can get all of this for free from you. Pretty much, yeah. We have some neat programs to help um, families through the program Vaccines for Children for Kids, you know, birth through the age of 18. And, and we have uh, some programs through the state of Michigan that help adults, um, you know, with some of the major, major vaccines to keep them healthy also. So, yeah, so those vaccines can be, you know, free of charge if people qualify. Sometimes there's an administration fee, but that never is a barrier to getting vaccinated at the health department. So people are actually getting shots at the health department, correct? Every day, every okay. day we have four locations. So yes, sir. Right, right. Now you mentioned uh, adult vaccinations. Uh, what are we talking about for adults? 
oh, tetanus, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, um, chicken pox, um, pneumonia vaccines per se. There's a, there's a quite, there's a variety that we can um, give to adults that qualify. If people are planning on traveling to some places around the country, (laughs) that's very important to remember, right? That is extremely important to remember because not only is it our routine vaccines that we assess for those travelers, but we also assess for any um, vaccines that are required for travel, like yellow fever, typhoid fever, polio, um, and we malaria anti-malaria medications isn't a vaccine, but we discuss what's needed for the areas that they're traveling to. So if anybody's traveling to any faraway place, they should always consult you all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do they start? Do they start on the website or is it a phone call? What do you, what do you recommend? Accesskent.com and go to the immunization page. All of our phone numbers are on there, our clinic locations, our vaccine fees, um, and all the services that we provide, you know, within the health department, let alone, you know, immunizations. Okay. When it comes to children, um, yes. Over the past several years, you've had to contend with misinformation uh does that continue to be an issue it it is an issue in the sense that it's still out there in social media groups and different formats the misinformation can be discussed and um alleviated when parents or guardians or people come into the health department or their primary care physician, you know, to discuss those concerns and, you know, review the data and the science behind the efficacy and safety of vaccines. I would guess that, that, that those words are said a lot, consult your physician. Cause it's almost like you're able to say, well, who do you trust? And then you talk to the, they talk to their physician. And so that if there is any problem, they'll, they'll talk to the physician about it, as opposed to people just doing their jobs at the Kent County health department. Yeah. We'll have discussions with anybody, but we always encourage community members to to have their medical home. You know, that physician, that physician assistant, that group knows families the best. They know your children, they know your medical history. So we always say, you know, double check with your primary care physician. If there's something happening, we can always help. We're always here for anybody in the community. Okay. Um, who are the primary clients that you serve most often? Are we talking about people who uh, don't bang on the door of their own physician, people that are just getting caught up to speed? I mean, who, who are we talking about here? Yeah, we see, um, it, we see anybody. Um, mainly, we see a lot of families that um, come in through our WIC program, too, um, where they have kids and, you know, haven't maybe established a, a primary care physician here in the area, maybe a little bit behind in vaccines. So then we'll help get them vaccinated and then give them resources to get established with um, a physician in the area um, so that they can, you know, maintain that relationship or develop that relationship with a doctor. Um, our travel clinic is extremely busy right now. It is really picking up since um, the pandemic, the early stages in the pandemic. So lots of missions groups traveling, coming in, um, a lot of people going to see families they haven't been able to see because of travel restrictions. Um, And we're also, we find at this time of year with families going back to school, um, maybe they've changed jobs over the summer, they're moving back in, you're coming to the area. So until they get a physician 
home, they come see us so the kids can get updated and into school without any problems and relieve some of that back to school rush. Okay, Amy, let me, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get your mindset um, since, well, we started here in rumblings of COVID in November, December, January of 2019. And then slowly it kind of sunk its claws into us. Can you describe to me what went on and what was happening within your brain? Because all of a sudden the world is focused on local health departments. Can you kind of maybe encapsulate how this all unfolded for you? Oh, <laughs> it was a whirlwind. That was a whirlwind. We were at work one day um, hearing about some of the probable cases is in the state of Michigan, let alone, you know, in Kent County. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, Governor Whitmer is, you know, closing schools, sending everybody home, changing, you know, how we go about in our, you know, our normal day. It's almost kind of a blur just because it happened so fast. So, you know, we went to, we kind of backed off seeing people in our, you know, the clinics and such. And we went to you know, case disease investigation, case management, contract tracing. So we all kind of just switched gears while trying to, you know, keep people safe with that, you know, immunizations and such. It, it just was a whirlwind. It's almost hard to put into, into words sometimes. You know, it, it's interesting you describing it that way. And I remember the, uh, and people describing it as well as there, people tended, were losing sight of the fact that there's no handbook quite for something like this. You know, yeah, it was right. almost like how, how can you possibly really prepare for something as grand as this? Because it was something that you would read about in a fiction book, but <laughs> I mean, it happened. And now I think we'll be, we'll be uh, better prepared. Uh, I almost, oh, yeah. I'm almost of the opinion. I'm not asking you to comment on this, but I'm almost of the opinion that most people are just going to be like, this is something we kind of live with. And then as more and more treatments and things develop over time, it'll be less of an assault on, on us from, from like a health perspective as the years pass, you know? Yeah. Yep. I know you hear a lot of, um, you know, reading and you hear people talking and there's a lot of that analogy back to the 1918 flu pandemic. You know, we now have a vaccine for flu. We now know it's a yearly flu vaccine, you know, to keep us safe during those flu seasons that may run, you know, uh, November to March, April, May, the next year. So if it, if it follows anything like that, I think, I think your comment is, is spot on. Yeah. Amy, uh, is there anything in closing that you want to touch on for folks about immunizations or anything at all at the Kent County Health Department? You know, the Kent County Health Department, we have our clinics throughout the county. We are here, you know, Monday through Friday. We have services and resources that we can point anybody to. We are all the nurses, the MAs, the clerical staff, everybody here loves to help the community. So I just encourage people, don't ever hesitate, ever hesitate to call us with any questions, concerns, anything. We will either answer them, we will find answers, or we will get um, the community to the proper resource. And be nice about it, too. <laughs> Most people are. Most people are. So, I know, yeah. I know. I'm just, yep, I'm just yep. 
No, I know. I know. Hey, we're here to help. And that's, we're here to serve, protect and help. That's what, that's what we want to do. Okay. Well, I want you to say hi to all the good people over there. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to talk to you guys. And I, I, I thank you very, very much. Thank you, Eric. Have a good one. All right, Amy. See ya. All right. See ya. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.